You're listening to Modern Dealership Magazine's In the Box podcast. My name is Joey Little, and thank you for joining me as I interview some of the hardest working people in automotive retail. Whether it's the people working at the dealership or those selling products to dealerships to help them sell more cars, you'll have them right here on Modern Dealership's In the Box podcast. Do you have a suggestion on who we should interview? Email your suggestion to media at moderndealership.com. There may be a little background noise going on because we are doing this uh, podcast interview uh, live now. Of course, it's live, uh, but uh, from Sonoma, California. You know, are we in Sonoma, California at Bob Tasca? Yes, we are. We're at Infineon Raceway in Sonoma, California. And I'm staring at a beautiful... uh, Nitro Funny Car just off your uh, left shoulder there, which we're going to get into that and why we're out here. Um, but first, in the box, a chance for people to get to know the people that are moving metal, turning wrenches, you know, doing marketing, doing everything inside the dealership. And I have the opportunity right now uh, to talk to Bob Tasca, uh, president of the uh, Tasca Auto Group, Tasca TaskaParts.com, uh, plus Nitro Funny Drag Racing uh, uh, race car driver, um, probably. Uh, Heck of a handyman, right? <laughs> I got a pretty good, uh, uh, good diverse cook. background of uh, things that I do or get involved with. That's for sure, Joey. Has it always been that way since you were a kid? Just all like lots of things going on. Yeah, I kind of always like kind of man uh, and machine interface. Uh, always love being around cars. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know I on the weekends when I have an off weekend, uh, the rare weekends that I do, I, I love working on tractors and machinery. I'm a pilot. A lot of people yeah. don't know that, so. I've always been very, very engaged in uh, in the machine. Uh, certainly, none more than than the Fords, right? You know. Right. So I was born and raised, pretty much, literally born and raised in a Ford dealership, and I uh, just always loved being around cars. Has it, and that's been your entire life. It's but this is a family thing too, with your grandfather uh, selling cars with the first Tasca dealership. Your father, you know, now you. So it's it's, it's in your blood, or. Was well, it just I, there, and you had no no other choice but to? Well, I don't it. think I had any other choice. Uh, but but the good news is is that I really, you know, love what I do. You know, certainly coming from a you know a multi generational family uh, in the automotive space, and my grandfather, who was an icon in the car business, there was certainly some pressure that Bob Tasker the third. I can still hear you. Would, with that uh, all right. Stuff in the yeah. So Bob Tasker the third would get into the car business and. You know, I've really enjoyed it my whole life. Uh, worked in every facet of the dealership that you can imagine, and uh, you know, really got interested in racing yeah. through my grandfather. So that's where the racing came from. Uh, and then it's you know the parts and being involved with fixed operations. You know, I wasn't a a dealer that just worried about selling cars. You know, I wanted to... Let me interrupt you for a second. What are people hearing right now in the background? Because I know it's loud. I can still hear you very well. well, What they're hearing is an 11,000 horsepower nitro funny car starting up, getting ready to race at 2 o'clock today. So uh, you'll hear a lot of that throughout this interview probably. (laughs) But anyway, back to the parts, the the cars. Now, now Tasca Auto Group, um, of course, Ford, as a Ford dealership, do you have other brands, franchises that you have at Tasca as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Okay, yeah. you know, we have multiple brands. Uh, my cousins were a big family. I got two cousins that are very involved in the business, my brother, my sister, and myself. And you know, as, as our family has grown, uh, we've had to, we had to grow our business. Uh, they all very, you know, they all very much love the car business and you know, my cousins have ventured out in some other brands like, you know, uh, Chrysler and 
General Motors, and uh, we have a Mazda and Volvo franchise. Uh, Joey, I spent all my time at the Ford dealership. I was say, yeah. And, uh, you know, they get involved with the other brands, but uh, I'll always be through and through Ford. And, you know, my office is at the big Ford store in Cranston, Rhode Island. And I just love the product. I love the, um, you know, I love the people. And, you know, it's, when I'm not at a drag strip, you'll find me in the Ford dealership. Tell me a little bit about the Tasca name. Tell me a little bit about uh, your grandfather getting his start, uh, how he got into it. And then how he influenced your father, and then and then you. I'm talking to you for 10 minutes, and I'm already getting this Rhode Island kind of. Uh, yeah, I like that, Joey. To, Tell me, tell me about. Well, yeah. my grandfather started out as a 50 cent an hour. Uh, back in the day, they used to call him Grease Monkey, and his family was very involved in jewelry, and he just didn't like jewelry. <laughs> and I guess, you know, fortunately, I ended up liking what the family did, but he didn't. He wanted to be a Ford dealer. He wrote a paper when he was in elementary school. And that was his dream. Ford. He, he Ford. knew it was Ford. He wanted to be a Ford dealer. That was his dream. That's what he woke up every day aspiring to be. And and to come from a 50 cent an hour grease monkey and ultimately put our family in a position that we are today, you know, I'm forever grateful. I, I had the opportunity to spend many, many years of my life with him. Uh, he died in 2010. Uh, so for the most part of my life, uh, he was in it. And what an influencer he was. Uh, into who I became as a as a man and as a business person and you know the influence he had on my father and, and my two uncles and they built an empire around Ford and Lincoln Mercury that's mm -hmm. what he wanted to do and that's wasn't interested in, in buying other dealerships and becoming an auto group I think that kind of came into the full when I got into the business mm -hmm. because you know I knew we had to keep growing because uh, I you know I knew my cousins and my brother and and you know wanted to be involved in the business and I think there was five Tascas in a 14,000 square foot Lincoln Mercury dealership, so uh, we couldn't fit physically right. fit any more Tascas in the building. So I think I kind of, you know, fostered that growth of our group. And then my cousins called they, uh, DJ, and my brother Michael got involved. My sister heads up customer service for our company, and we've kept growing it. So you know, I, you know, I, I, I look back because I probably knew my grandfather as well as anybody in my generation and I, I look at where we are today and I know he'd be very proud of it yeah I know he'd be he'd be so proud to have the family still together and that to him was so important to him because he had many offers to to leave and you know somewhere to go work for Ford and maybe end up somewhere around the world yeah and he didn't want to do that he wanted to build a family business you know in the community that he was you know born and raised and, is that Rhode Island? Yeah, Rhode Island. You know, that's where my grandfather was born and raised. And, you know, he wanted to build a legacy in that market. And I'll never forget him telling me, he said, you know, he said, I'm going to leave you the greatest gift any father or grandfather could leave their family. And it's not money. He said, I'm going to leave you with an impeccable reputation. Mm -hmm. He goes, what you do with it after I'm gone is totally up to you. But I'm going to leave you impeccable reputation, and I think when you look at my grandfather's life, it ultimately re revolved around three things. You know, first and foremost was his family. An extension of his family were his friends, and it wasn't easy being a friend of my grandfather because he had a very high expectation he did. of the people that he surrounded himself with. Uh, you know, of his family, he didn't make it easy on us. I can yeah. tell you that. And the last thing in his life that that was so important to my grandfather was the Ford Motor Company. To him, 
you know, sometimes I think he spelt his last name Ford, not Tasca. He looked at the company as though it was his own. Yeah. He cherished the relationship he had with the Ford family and the executive team. And that has really passed on to, to me, to, my, to, my, to the second generation and now on to me. You know, I cherish the relationship I have with the Ford family. I, I consider them personal friends. I know they, they feel the same. Uh, the, the relationship that we have with the executive team is it's, it's an extension of our family. I mean, you know, when these guys come to Rhode Island, they, they stay at our homes, you know? So they, they really, sh you know, share that relationship. And it's a, it's in a relationship built on mutual respect because, you know, we call it like it is, you know, whether it's product or policies and, yeah. you know, it's all behind a closed door. I've know? been in meetings with you before. Yeah, we you, don't, you don't hold yeah, punches we, no, back we don't We don't always agree, right? but we have a mutual respect on, on the business and what we're trying to achieve together. Because mm -hmm. let me be very clear, Ford can't achieve success and the dealers can't achieve success without working together. That's, yeah, that's we are in this 100% together. That's that buzzword synergy from oh, a few man, years we're ago. In, yeah. We're in it together and, and I think that, um, you know, probably unlike any other company that I've ever been, been around, you know, the Ford family, they wake up every day mm -hmm. to go to work, to make the Ford Motor Company better today than it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know how many generational businesses, Fortune 500 companies, that date back to Henry Ford I, that have that many generational family members that have played a role and continue to play a role in the success of Ford Motor Company. And I think that makes it very special. And it certainly makes it very special when they look out on their dealer body right. to have many multi-generational family members you know you talk about the Galpins and the Taskas and the Sam Pax and the Gary Ackermans yeah. and the Wright Carts and I could go on and on um, of so many uh, dealers that have played that generational role that it's it's pretty special and you know I, I have a um, an interesting perspective uh, with the company because not only are we a dealer uh, but I race for them you know, I, I've said it many times, I wear the Ford Oval underneath my fire suit and yeah. it, it feels like I'm Superman. You know, when I get out of that race car and, you know, I have the opportunity to represent all the Ford dealers around the country and, and Ford Motor Company, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on a national platform. Yeah. Then I get to go home and they can beat me up on making sure we're selling cars yeah. and hitting our market share penetration. So I, I love that. I love that challenge. and, and um, it's just a special relationship and then I get to go uh, three weeks out of the year I sit on a product committee with Ford and we get to advise them on future products and they get to share their plans and you know we get to comment on on what we think uh, about their plans and, and it's uh, it's an amazing opportunity one that that I cherish and very humbled to to be able to be a part of when I think that it all started back in the 50s with my grandfather and the relationship he had with you know Henry Ford II. Yeah. And then the relationship my, my family had with Edsel Ford and Bill Ford and now the relationship I share with all of them plus Henry Ford III and Elena Ford Henry who Ford. is just a, an incredible woman within now, the Ford what, Motor Company. What's her relation in the, in the mm. family? Um, is she a granddaughter? She, she is the grand the great granddaughter of henry ford the second okay. i think i don't know all of the the, the family tree is the family course, tree gets a little yeah. but i know her cousin is etzel ford 
and and I believe it's the great great granddaughter right. of of Henry Ford II. And are you friends with Harrison Ford? Oh, absolutely. Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Harrison Ford. No, no, no. I thought. I thought you threw another Ford name no, in there. I knew. You. Yeah. No, you threw me a curve. But yeah. uh, I, I, I am uh, friendly with. Um, no Han Solo. With Henry Ford, the third's brothers are involved. Yeah. Uh, within within the company as well. So it's a it's it's a great relationship, and um, it's one that I cherish, and you know it's one that we work hard every day. I mean, yeah. it's a it's 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 not. When, when you're involved with Ford or involved with Tasca, you don't sit back and rest on your laurels. Every day you go out and earn. Right. You know, you go out and earn it. You know, whether you're on the showroom floor, whether I'm in that race car, or whether I'm thinking about products or, or how to help Ford, you know, be more successful going forward. Uh, but I love it. Yeah. I love I wake up every tell. day and I cherish it. You absolutely so tell. It's, it's, a, it's a fight that that I love to wake up and, and fight the fight every day. You've got four boys. I know that your your family life is, is private because you are in the scene, you are a public figure. Uh, you do have the dealerships, um, but you got four boys. What are their ages? Yeah, so my, my oldest son, I can't believe it, is gonna be 16 this year. Uh, then I have a 14 year old, uh, my, my son Austin. Uh, Cameron is 12 and my, my little one is uh, seven. I think going on 15 because he's been around his older brothers his whole life. Yeah. But you know, very blessed. I have a, I have an amazing wife that uh, you know keeps Terry, the, Terry's yeah, very sweet. Yeah, keeps yeah. the whole thing together. You know, they don't get to travel with me uh, to all the races, but I, they get to come the, to about half of the races a year. So uh, it's it's great to spend time with them when I can. And you know, when you live a life that I live. You know, you don't get the quantity of time that you want right. with your family, but you really have to focus on the quality of time you get to spend with yeah, them. because I know that we had this scheduled to do yeah. earlier this morning, and, and you sent me a text saying, hey, yeah. listen, I'm going to go have breakfast with my boys. Yeah, no, I was they, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're gonna... going home today, and, and I want to spend as much time with as, I, as I can. But it's, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a different kind of life, a lot of travel, uh, but you get to see the world. You know, yeah. you get to really see things that I'd never see. You get to meet people like, hey, Joey Little sitting in front of me. I mean, I, I, I get the pleasure of meeting some just absolutely incredible people that, you know, you I wouldn't get the opportunity to meet. It's so. such a, 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 a diverse crowd of people that, that you're friends with. Like, oh, yeah. It's amazed for me to see people who've stopped by the Tasca, uh, you know, pits here at NHRA, wherever we're at around the country, and the different types of people that come in and you're just like, hey, that's so-and-so, or your dad. They yeah, come you know, to see get, your dad. I get to be in a suit and tie, sitting in a board meeting with Ford. You know, then I could be at a board meeting at the dealership, and then I can be at a board meeting with Auto Alert. Yeah. And then I throw my jeans and, and uh, fire suit on, and I'm I'm in a boardroom for NHRA, and you know, talking with the racers out here on the pro board, and right. you know, then I'm in a fire suit, and then I'm back in the dealership in slacks and a button-up shirt. So there's a lot of sides, uh, or I got my captain's hat on when I'm sitting in the plane. There's a lot you got of a boat. sides. You have a boat too? Well, I've had many boats. Okay. I, I, um, I've sold them since I've gone racing because I don't have time to go on them, but yeah. my dad's got a boat and when I'm on it, I'm driving it. That's so, you. So if I'm, whether I'm in a car, a boat, a plane, I yeah. want to be behind the do wheel. The, do you have the hammer down when you're on the boat oh, or you just kind of keep it easy? No, I go real fast, <laughs> uh, except on the street. When I'm on the street, yeah. I like to, I'm in my Raptor and you know, I'm uh, I'm just kind of relaxing. Uh, that's that's probably the one place I get to relax is when I'm just driving on on the on the regular roads. But two uh, two quick fire 
off the top of your head question and answers, all right? And I know that these two movies have nothing to do with drag racing, but they have to do with racing. I'm gonna ask you, the better movie, if you, I'm assuming you've seen both, but you are very busy, so you may have not. Better movie, Days of Thunder or uh, Ricky Bobby, uh, Talladega Nights? Days of, Th Days of Thunder. Remember that one with Tom yes, Cruise? Yes, Tom Cruise, I like that. Yeah? I like when he said, there's nothing I can't do with a race car. <laughs> And and uh, I think the crew chief said yes, but there's only so much the race car can do. And, Robert Duvall. And that is so true because when I'm in the race car, you feel like Superman, and I feel as though there's nothing I can't do with that race car. Uh -huh. But you also have to have the ultimate respect because at some point, yeah, that race car is going to be quicker and faster than you, and you better know when to step off the throttle. So but I got to go with Days of Thunder. Not Talladega Nights where I want to go fast, I want to go fast, I got to go fast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we got to do that too. Yeah. So that's so Days of Thunder is where you're going with that one. Uh, next question. So your oldest is uh, Cameron, correct? No, Bob. Bobby, I'm sorry. Yep. Bobby Jr. Um, he's going to be 16 soon. Let's say that Bob Jr. Bob uh, the fourth. Bob the fourth. I'm sorry. Not. I get yep. you guys mixed up. There's so many of you. Um, so does, you got to get out of here? Yeah, they, they, uh, they want to... Uh, Warm this thing up. So I tell you what, we're gonna do it. Just, you just do, do a two. pause. We'll just do a pause, awesome. and I'll jump right back. You got it. We had to cut away real quick there because you had to make everybody's eyes bleed and uh, mouths just. You, you jumped in the uh, nitro funny car. Yep. Do you guys, you guys test it before the yeah, race. Yeah. What we do is we start it up. We want to make sure. Number one, we want to make sure it starts. It's pretty embarrassing <laughs> if it doesn't start on the starting line. And then we make sure there's no leaks. We run the systems to make sure what the crew chiefs ask the car to do, it's done and uh, just kind of a little dress rehearsal for what's about to come. I run like a, I, I mean, I run, I get out of here, because it, it, that's it's nitro. Oh yeah, no, I get a, I wear a gas mask when I'm in the car. Because but not all it, the guys do. Well, they, some are just crazy. The older, as you get older, you wear it, because you yeah. get smarter, and the younger guys are not smart enough yet. Yeah, <laughs> and then you've got a crowd of people, at least 100 people oh. behind the car just sucking in the Oh food. yeah, no, they, they, they love it. They want to get their nitro rush once a year. I, it's, I, I, there's nothing I can compare that to. No. Nothing. It just fills your, your eyes full of water, your throat burns, your nose burns. The question I was going to ask you before you, you uh, had to go do this is um, your oldest, uh, yeah, Bob, Bob Ford. Yep. Um, let's just say he's at, a, he's at, he's at the mall with his friends. And uh, they give him a raffle ticket, a free raffle ticket. He gets, you know, somebody, or he puts his name in a, in a, in a bowl, a fish bowl of a local Chevy dealer. Just, you know, he just does it. And he wins a brand new Corvette, right? What happens to that Corvette in the Tasca household? We trade it in for a Ford. <laughs> That's an easy one, Joey. That, we take all makes and models in on trade. Yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, he'd be trading that thing in for a Ford, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and maybe a little talking to about entering his name as yeah, a, Bob, a hand Bob raiser Bob the Ford's first vehicle. Uh, he's already got it kind of lined up. He's working me a little bit for the options and packages. Yeah. Uh, but his, his first vehicle is going to be an F-150, uh, crew, you know, four-door. And uh, he was fishing for the Raptor. I said, no. Ooh. Not getting the Raptor at 16, Bob. Right, so right. Uh, I think he'll end up with probably a Lariat, but uh, you know he he loves the he loves pickups, my son. Mine was a 1986 Ford Escort L. <laughs> it was a Ford. <laughs> it was a Ford. My family's been Ford uh, for a long time. Not involved in dealerships or with the company, but my grandfather's always uh, he passed away in 09, but he was always a Ford guy too. He owned a, a an F-150 every two years. He would take it back to Laird Noller Ford, and you know upgrade it and get into a new one. 
uh, no lease. He always he would always pay for him uh, cash. As and long as it's afford, it doesn't matter. And uh, so the second question, uh, I'm serious. My eyes are still watering. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what that second question was. You have a oh, somebody else is firing up now, right? Oh, this is this is the time where they're all running the cars. This is where the uh, the fans get really excited because they get all of this anticipation of things are getting oh, ready to yeah. go down. Um, you have a, 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 I've noticed it from a distance, a very good relationship with Terry Miller, the general manager of Galvin Ford in Los Angeles, California, in the Valley. He's got, do you have three, three boys also? or Three boys. Yeah, three boys. You've got four boys. I see them playing together. What's it like to, I mean, you guys have been friends for how long now? Well, we, Terry and I have been friends uh, since the 20 group, since he joined our 20 group which has to be maybe about six, seven years now. But um, it's interesting because you meet a lot of people in life. Right. And, and for whatever reason, a certain view, you just connect with. Right. Right out of the gate. Kind of like me and you, Joey, yeah. right? I enjoy our relationship. So, so I do like you our just, You enjoy being with them. You enjoy the conversation. And, and Terry, you know, with uh, Bo Bachman, you right. know, the Galpin family, who I share an unbelievable relationship with. Uh, you know, I met Terry with through Bo Bachman, and he and I have just split. Tremendous guy, yeah. great family, and uh, I look forward to these auto alert races and trips on 20 group meetings when we, we get the opportunity to be together. These guys not know that we're trying to record a podcast? You know Can we go request that, it? That happens to be John Force right there. Is I that, might have to go over and, and ask him not to do that to, again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell his daughter. I think his daughter makes the rules over there. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. All those girls know how to drive. So great relationship. I also see from in my place and, and this is not about me, but I gotta tell you, as a, a person that works for a company that you guys do business with as a partnership, it is intimidating because uh, you guys are bigger than life uh, players. I'm talking JP Miller, I'm talking Bo Bachman, Terry Miller, Bob Tasca, Rick Reichert. I mean, these are big names in, in Ford, oh, and yeah. uh, it can be intimidating because I do find a friendship with you guys, but it's also at the same time, I'm kind of a fanboy, you know? So yeah. I'm a little reserved. You know, I don't call you guys up to see how Christmas was or anything, and I try to catch up. But I, the personability, I don't even know if that's a word, the friendliness of you guys, and I wanna talk about you and your friendliness and your background. If there's anything, anybody out there that can say one thing about Bob Tasca, the third, three is that you are 100% genuine. You know, I don't see, there's no flashiness, there's no partying, there's no, uh, I, don't, I don't even think I've ever heard you say the F word, you know, unless it's Ford. Right? Yeah, that's right, I say that a lot. <laughs> that's, and uh, I just gotta tell you that, that it rubs off and, and the people you surround yourself with, I, I know they see the same thing. So if anybody's looking at Bob Tascon, you know, through the NHRA or doing business with your company, you know what to respond to this, and I'm, you know, yeah, I feel I, like I'm, I feel like I'm puckering up right now and kissing that, uh, that Daska uh, emblem. But it is so genuine. How genuine you are is uh, so comforting, especially in this industry of automotive retail. You can get a lot because dealerships have gotten a bad rap. Yeah. You, I mean, you agree. Oh yeah. There's, there's no some out there that you know rolling odometers back, high grossing. I mean, but, you know, I think you find that in any business, you know. You know whether it's lawyers or dentists or doctors. I mean, there's always that. Senators. There's, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, politicians. There's always that group that gives everyone a bad name. But then there's there's more good out there than bad. Yeah. And I think in today's society we fixate on the bad, 
uh, but there's a lot of good. And you know, my grandfather raised us a certain way, and my father and uncles, and you know, very, very blessed to have been surrounded by amazing people. And you know, I, I'm humbled by what you say because you know, the the most impressive people that I've known in my life, they weren't the wealthiest people, but it was how they carried themselves. It's how they acted, and you know, it's how they treated other people. You know, and I, I think when you look at you know my family and you know my kids and what I try to instill is that you know you treat everyone with respect my grandfather used to have a funny saying he said um, when you find someone that breathes for more than 24 hours in a day we'll bow down to that person <laughs> until then we're all equals and 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 we should act as such and you know I think the role that I'm in I have a unique opportunity which I cherish and that's to you know, young kids, you know, look up to race car drivers right. and, and you have people with, you know, physical challenges and health challenges that, you know, every weekend, if, I, if I'm if i not almost brought to tears, I'm brought to tears. Oh, the by, ones that approach you here you know, at the racetrack. The track, ones that yeah. approach me at the track and, and you just get an opportunity to take a picture or say hello or, or you know, you know, just go a little bit out of your way to make them feel, um, you know, feel special. And it's, it's something that I, I take very seriously and you know, just so fortunate uh, to have what I have in my life and, and what I can do, or whatever I can do to help those uh, less fortunate, I always try to do. That's, uh, I've seen, you've been a popular racer at the track. I've been with you three years now, three seasons, uh, I think. I know they kind of all well, go even together. Before that, yeah, when we first met each other in Topeka, Kansas. Kansas. What was it, 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have noticed since uh, Ford Performance has come on as a title sponsor, a major sponsor for the team. Um, there's a lot more Ford shirts that I'm seeing out here. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot more um, people coming by to see you, asking yeah. about you. Our bartender that's here in our hospitality area asked me earlier. He was very kind of timid. He's like, "Hey, do you think it'd be okay if I uh, take a picture with Bob later?" And what people don't know is how genuine you are, and how unless you've got to do oh, something yeah. at that, oh, yeah. like you had to run, and, and you're you're almost like if you ever seen the interview with Harry. Uh, uh, one of the princes of England. He's yeah. doing an interview in front of the, the Blackhawks or whatever they have there in England, and he was a pilot. And the alarm started going off, and it, right in the middle of the interview, he had to take the microphone off, and he ran to his helicopter, <laughs> yeah. and he took off. That's kind of like what you just did right now. Yeah. Uh, but you weren't going into war. No, you, you, no, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, just to, just one or two more questions about you and, and, your, and, your, and your background. I, I'm always curious, Tasco, that name, is that... Is that an Italian name? It, or is it that... actually means pocket in it Italian. Does. Pocket. It does. So it is Italian. It's Italian. Uh, my grandfather's uh, mom and dad came from Italy. Uh, my grandfather was born in the United States. Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're 100% Italian. Um, you know what region or area? I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. My father knows all that. I, yeah. I, I've, I've been to Italy only one time on the East Coast uh, many years ago. But that those are things on my bucket list, I yeah. guess. You know, I don't know if I'll ever retire, um, but at some point, I'd love to travel through Italy and, and see some parts of the world. I've I've been coast to coast, yeah. east to west, every square inch More of the United States. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, I know the United States as well as, as anybody. But uh, I do someday would like to travel yeah. abroad. Do they do they drag race in Europe? They actually drag race in Europe. Uh, they drag race a little bit in Europe, uh, not in Italy. Uh, they drag race a lot in the Middle East. Uh, this, oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, it's pretty pretty serious down in the Middle East. Um, you know, Qatar used to sponsor some cars over here, and yeah, you know, I, I've there is a Ford Middle East in Africa. With Jim Benedente told me oh, that. Oh yeah, you know, that's absolutely, he ran absolutely. Maybe you can get the Ford. You know, they race there. a lot. I, you know, I don't know if anyone's listening from Australia, but um, 
uh, I have a significant fan base in Australia. Really? There's That's a lot of racers in drag racers in Australia. They they drag race in Australia, and I get constant, um, you know, on Facebook and yeah. Instagram, you get comments from our, people from Australia. Our interviews take off when we do these live videos and things yeah. that, uh, through the Auto Alert channel. Sure, and it's uh, it's amazing to see. And you guys are going global. Auto Alert's expanding we, uh, yeah, we're global. Stepping so, into the uh, you know Canada and Europe. I think and, Modern uh, Dealership will do that as well. we'll yeah, we'll move in that area as well. Fantastic. We'll have to have you on the yep. cover again. You know, I'd love to do so, it. So today, uh, just on the race side of things, you, you ran. Did you run a three nine five yesterday? Three, yes, we don't round up. I'm just yeah three ninety five. You guys and that horse, man. You keep beating that horse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Joey, unfortunately, the, one of the first interviews just rounded up. And I said, Joey, we don't round up. But anyways, no, it was. A, it was. I was. I was extremely. It was a 398. Yeah. And Joey says, "We'll just call it four seconds." I said, "Oh no, 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 we don't do that, Joey." But um, but no, it was a 395. It's not you. Run. It's, it's my boss, Mike. Oh, Mike. I, I can't Mike, go six Mike, seconds no, without Mike him. eats it up. But uh, you know, it was a 395, 318 mile hour run. It was uh, third quick of the session. Yeah, that's. This is our best qualifying spot of the year. Uh, this is a big race for us. This is this is a race that we we I said coming in, I had a we had to do well. And I feel very confident that um, uh, we'll do just fine. So, so how um, do you how do you handle today sitting at the three spot? Yes. Well, today uh, you're not going to be able to improve on that. This is number. another qualifying day. Tomorrow yeah, is. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna. This is this is kind of our race day tune-up. So we're gonna want to go out and make a solid run. We're last to run in this uh, third qualifying session. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll get to see what everyone runs in front of us, and then we the crew chief's gonna make the right call. Driver's got to do his job, and we got to go out there and, and uh, hopefully run, you know, one, two, or three of this session. Yeah. That's kind of my goal. I want to be, you know, third quick of Consistent. every session. What was it? I heard a rumor that if you can you can stay within your certain time for every one of your runs, you have more of a possibility of of winning the whole thing. So if you run a four second flat yeah. and you stay four seconds, four hundred one, three ninety nine. Yeah, it's consistency. The car, yeah. the quickest car, doesn't always win. Uh, the weekend yeah so you could go out and run great Friday night and smoke the tires every single run yeah or you could go out and run four average runs I'm gonna put my money on the guy that yeah. went down four times Consistent. so because uh, come Sunday the teams that make consistent runs win races and that's how Tasca I believe the the business is as well you've just stayed consistent but yeah. you've grown at the same time I don't know if th those aren't differences I think they go to same you stay consistent with your process and you just grow and it's yeah. consistent growth. How about that? Yeah. That sounds like last question for you, Bob. And I know you got they got some people look like they want some autographs over there. Plus, the bartender wants a picture with you. Um, do you have any superstitions when it comes to racing? And is one of your superstitions not talking about superstitions? You know, people ask me about that, and I tell them I don't have any superstitions. And then my guys will look at me and say, and they'll smile because I think I do things that I don't even think about that yeah. I do. But I tell you, what I've really pay attention to and I think mo many race car drivers basketball players athletes I have a certain routine that I do yeah and it starts on Thursday when I get to the track to how I get dressed to how I get in the car I'm very very consistent you know what glove I put on first and See, I knew you're consistent and, 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 not just the business yeah, so, not, yeah so I think it's more or less getting yourself in that structure yeah uh, to, to go race but you know pick up a penny on the ground or see a black cat run by that, nothing like that nothing like that what's the deal with the uh, and they're putting the shell on the car right now so you must be getting ready to yeah. uh, pop out of here what's the deal with the helmet because the first time I rode in the tow the tow car down to the staging lanes 
They said, hey, have a good time, sit in the back, enjoy yourself, but do not touch Bob's helmet. Well, I'll tell you why, because <laughs> like, I put my helmet in the car, and you know, we take a lot of people that, that never race, and they think the helmet's an armrest, uh, or they put their hand on the visor and they pick it up. Have you ever got anybody up. putting it on? No, I never got anyone put it on, but I <laughs> remember getting in the car one time, and it had a handprint, like oh. right smack in the center of the visor. And and uh, from from that point forward, I told my guys, I said, listen, I don't care who rides in the tow don't vehicle. Don't touch the helmet. But don't touch the helmet. And it's completely understandable. Yeah, so that that's my only rule. Other than that, um, you know, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy being out here and being around first-time racers and... You know, obviously, there's a lot of people that that kind of follow us around the country, but um, it's uh, it's it's really a privilege to represent Ford and Auto Alert, and you know we're going to go out here this weekend and try to win this thing. Exactly, and I and I I'm uh, pressing for a three nine five for you today, or the, we'll just round it up a four second today. We'll round it up to four <laughs> today, Joey. A four second run would be just fine. Bob, thanks for coming. Hey, Thank Mr. Bartender, much. I've got Mr. Bob Bartender. here to take a picture with you. We got you, a right? picture. Come yeah, on over. So. Thanks, Bob. As modern dealership in the box, that was Bob Tasca, uh, race car driver and uh, dealership group owner. Uh, Joey Little, uh, we'll see you in another episode.